Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe Studios, and joining me in studio, sitting there skulking on his bar stool as usual, Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? Jumbo Dave, how are you? Merry I'm, Christmas. Uh, and to you as well. This will be uh, coming out uh, probably right around the holiday, so uh, you'll be listening to this either right before, or right during, or right after Christmas. Tradition of eggnog, Radio Harambe, and opening up gifts. I agree. That sounds like a great tradition. Um we asked it for a couple of weeks. We asked for some listener questions, and we we're going to get into that. But first, um, as is always the case with Disney, I am 100% convinced they are holding out information until Mike reports it as a rumor, and then they confirm it the next day just so that we look like idiots when you hear our podcast. And uh, that happened uh, just for this last one. Correct, Mike? Correct, Dave. So now Tell flight, us all about it. Now, after our episode of What's Going to Happen with Flights of Wonder, we now know that Flights of Wonder is going bye-bye as of December 31st. So the rumors out there uh, were true, as we had uh, said that we had heard that right. they were likely true. And it's going to be replaced. <clears throat> it's going to remain a bird show. I think we both said we hoped it remained a bird show. Yep. Um, it's going to remain essentially a bird show, but now instead of Guano Joe, you're going to have uh, Doug and Russell from Up. Your favorite uh, it is, Pixar film, it, so you must it, be happy about that decision. I'm a little conflicted, but... Well, let's talk about it more in our next show. We're going to do a... Um, we just wanted to get you up to date on the story. We'll give our opinions and all that as we get a little more. Maybe we might have some more information by the next show. And we plan on doing a news show soon. And uh, right after that, or maybe even right before that, we're going to be doing our... Um a uh, year in review, and then followed by the look ahead to the to the following year. Yes, I got to look to see. I got to listen to our last year's show to figure out. Um, <laughs> yes, I have to do that. How too. much? Could you write that down by. for me? Because <laughs> uh, you know there was all. Because uh, don't forget that last early January we were way away from any avatars. So right. it was probably a lot of avatar wishes. I would think. I don't remember a single thing think. about it though, but I, I would think. think. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to listen to it too. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Um so we asked you for the last couple of shows for listener questions and as is usually the case with you guys, you responded in full. <laughs> um and uh we wanted to get through that and get as many as we could do in the short period I have allotted for today's show. So, <laughs> 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 15. You, you got a minute and a half. So, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> uh, so let's begin. Now, the first question, Mike, I want to start with uh, is from, let's see, where is it? Uh, Mike, you should have numbered them all. Where is your. I did. You, you, yeah, I guess I, yeah, I don't have your. Um, you gave me yeah. like a bunch of silly questions. That's at the end. Right. How many questions are there total that you have here? Am like I getting thirty-seven? Am I, am I seeing everything? No, I'm only seeing eighteen. So there's got to be more here somewhere. <laughs> you want my? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, saw. Yeah, this yeah. is great radio. I saw it. I, I, I. Is it? Is there? Am I missing something here? What am I? Well, if you only have eighteen, you're missing something. Yeah. So here's only the generals. How many generals do we have? Then we're we cutting this out, right? Sky. Now we're not cutting it out. I got it. <laughs> The first show is from Indy in D.C. who asks, is this the last show? Oh, that's the first one you want to ask? And should it be? The answer is no and yes. So here is here is <laughs> what I have to say about that. It is, as I just mentioned, it is not the last show. But um, I will say this. We've been doing this for a few years now. Yeah. 
And uh, we began the show with the idea of doing it for the purpose of raising awareness and maybe even trying to raise some funds for conservation. Yeah. Uh, that became a difficult task to juggle all that and to, um, to do it. So instead, we've just sort of sat down here and blabbered on about Disney stuff. Uh, we don't get any money for this. We don't just it's just a donation of our time so we can hear ourselves talk, I think, more than anything else. And what I could promise to you, dear listeners, is that by the end of this year, we will either return to a um, focus of doing this for a good reason, or we won't be doing this much longer. <laughs> Well, that's don't say we. It's that simple. Or I won't be doing this much longer. <laughs> Mike will probably keep this mantle going forever. Um, but I would like to, I definitely would like to, my New Year's resolution, if you're listening to this for New Year's, is for definitely for next year to um, have some sort of purpose in why we're doing this. I don't, you know, like I said, we, we, we don't get anything out of it. We, we don't, we don't, we don't advertise. We don't solicit advertisers. We don't do anything like that. Um, do I have to go and, back on the road? And I don't feel any reason why we should. Yeah, you might. I don't feel any reason <laughs> why we should do that kind of stuff. I don't want to be swayed by advertising because, you know, that, I think that kind of colors your opinion sometimes of of some of the things we talk about. Well, Especially if our advertisers are going to be Disney-related. Well, there you it's, go. It's difficult. I mean, it's difficult to find advertisers who are not. Razor. Right, <laughs> which is going to be difficult for us to do so. It's yeah, going to yeah. be Disney-related stuff. <laughs> um, so I've always tried to avoid that. But there might be a creative way to do it, um, and I certainly am going to look into that. So that is my uh, that is my uh, <laughs> that is my job that I'm going to task with Mike to Mike for most to do most of the hard work, uh, and uh, we're going to try to do something. So it's not the last show, so, but the but the clock is ticking. So my New Year's resolution apparently will be uh, auditioning new co-hosts, right? <laughs> Which that won't be too hard. No, that won't be hard. You're not gonna. That's not gonna bother. That's that's not gonna come into any issue at all. Um, okay, so let's get into the serious questions or sort of serious questions. Um, I love this question to start with because it's not Animal Kingdom related. Um, well, st- at Steamboat Magic asks, "What is your guy's favorite park other than the Animal Kingdom?" Epcot. And we are in complete agreement. World Showcase uh, uh, outside of um, Animal Kingdom, World Showcase is my favorite place in Disney World. We are, we are. Mike and I are in complete agreement. We, uh, we, I, I feel exactly the same way. And and for many, many years, really, until Animal Kingdom hit its stride, probably around two thousand and one or two thousand and two, when it was probably probably up until Expedition Everest opened. Mm-hmm. I'll say it that way. I, I would have considered them even in my mind. I love. I would both have said you were more of an Epcot fan, actually. I wasn't. Uh, you know what? Two things happened. Animal Kingdom kind of grew into itself mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, and then Expedition Everest opened. That kind of grew, you know, really pushed the bar up. Um, but then, as we've talked about many times before, we began this chip away at Epcot. Certainly at Future yeah, World. Yeah, it's not as good as it used to be. Right. That's for sure. Certainly at Future World. And now, I, I still consider Epcot to be my second favorite. I think with the Frozen thing, with maybe another attraction or two coming into World Showcase, and Star Wars opening up down the street... Mm. This, this this these could, things could change in the next couple of years for me, but as of right now, Mike and I agree, we are uh, uh, both Epcot fanatics outside of this, um, and I think we both would say Magic Kingdom after that. Uh, oh you, yeah, you would say Hollywood Studios. Studios yeah. Sure. Okay. I might even put Disney Springs as my third. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Magic Kingdom's just too. Cr- I mean, I love Magic Kingdom, but it's just it's way too crowded. If now this this specific question does not say Walt Disney World Park. So I would That's true. definitely Disneyland, put in man. Disneyland as my second favorite right now. Mm. So I'd go Animal Kingdom, then Disneyland, then the current That's Epcot. a good one. I've, yeah. only, I've only spent a few hours in Disneyland, so it's hard for me. I mean, I've spent, you know, hours upon hours in Epcot, but only a couple of hours in Disneyland. But I did like Disneyland's clearly number three. I dream of their Pirates of the Caribbean. At yeah. night. Sometimes I loved it so much. Okay. All right, go ahead. Kathleen M. Hill asks, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you love the Tiger Wall? Ten. I'm sorry, the hashtag Tiger Wall. Do you even know what this is? Yes, this is some dopey thing you do on Twitter where you all take pictures of yourselves in front of the tig- wall I started the it. mural of the tiger. I and am a social media monster. Scale of one to ten, I'd say maybe a three. 
It is a wall. I mean, if ten. <laughs> it's a nice wall, though. If Come on. ten is Kilimanjaro safaris, Mike, then in terms of walls, you can't beat that wall. <laughs> in terms of, yeah, you can. What's a better wall? Oh, than the there's tiger a million wall? better things. Do you even know the tiger wall with the yes, tiger mural? Yes, of course. I've seen them pictures. And you think there's a better wall? Well, can we define the entrance to Africa as a wall? Because it's not a door. It doesn't close. If you want to, I guess. So I mean, that's, that's better. better. Okay. By a lot. Oh, not by a lot. Come by on. a lot. Oh, you're insane. By a lot. All right, Africa. Wall. And I'm Africa sure. Gate, hashtag Africa Gate next time. I'm sure I could walk around um, walls in Harambe and find better walls. I'm just sure of that. Uh, anyway. Well, this so, doesn't make it a three. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. This, Mike, I read through these these um, questions today, and this one was my absolute favorite. What, Chad Reno's? Yes. Okay. Ch- at Chad Reno 13 asks, where would you place the one man's dream Joe Rody exhibit? This is easy for me, but go ahead. First of all, I think such a thing needs to happen. <laughs> it's a great idea. But I, I'd like, I'm interested in what you would say. Here's what I would because say. Because I have a definite answer. I would open somewhere in between... Um, Expedition Everest. Oh no, we don't have the same answer. So that's what's that we call it? Circazon. Circazon. And the other, and the main Nandipur? part of Asia, Nandapur, somewhere in between there. I'd make a little snow leopard exhibit. Okay. And put it in there with part of the snow leopard exhibit, and talk about um, Rhodey's not only his travels, not only his designs for Disney, but also his travels, his work for conservation efforts. I- all that kind of stuff, okay. all are surrounding the snow leopard because the snow leopard is the thing he did the most high-profile uh, yeah. stuff for. Agreed. Um, you could also do like, uh, I mean, he's done a bunch of stuff over the years, but that's 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 where I would put it. Okay. When what would you say? I thought this was an easy question. Um, I would add an ident- like another wing to the Nomad Lounge because that bar is basically his life, like, traveling all <laughs> uh, that's over the world. Good. Even I the like menu that. itself is like, yeah, uh, you know pieces of his travels throughout the world and you know imagineering and even the, great the, even Tiffin's the restaurant itself has a lot of great decor taken yep. so I would I would somehow incorporate that building into it you'd probably have to add a little wing or something but that's what I would do I like it at Wombat Fisher asks here's another one for you these are obviously all from you uh, where the <laughs> hell are the red pandas no one wants giant pandas just red ones now you and Wombat Fisher are the only two people who feel that that's actually so, not true but that's so putting in something like no one is makes the whole question kind of sound ridiculous but um, there are no red pandas because no one really wants them. They want the giant pandas. That's actually not true. Yeah, I mean, true. People like red pandas. They're very popular. Not um, really. The whole thing about no one likes giant pandas is actually. I think most also people incorrect. don't even know there are red pandas. I think they would be popular if they were there. But nobody even knows they exist. I so. don't think that's technically really true. Well, there's very few. Just you. Um, your average zoo worker and 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 wombat fisher. I think anybody who goes to a zoo, red pandas are very common in zoos. So sure, sure. But if you've the, ever gone to a zoo, you've probably seen one. Yeah, but you don't go home thinking, "Oh my god, I love those red pandas." Uh, see, I when you have maybe area. giant pandas there and some tigers and some lions and well, some tigers elephants and, lions. Sure, and things, sure. all these really things that people are interested in. Nobody's right. really interested in. The red pandas. That's not true. Much at all. So, but moving on. <laughs> so um, they belong in Circazong. Speaking of that, but that's okay. Nomad lounger. Steve. A- yes. Asks, what do you truly think the future holds for Rafiki's Planet Watch conservation station? I think it's just going to kind of stay the way it is for a while. I agree. There was a hot rumor for a while that it was going to turn over into a Zootopia kind of area, but I don't. I don't really think that's going to be the case. I think it's going to stay. The way it is, maybe tinkery it a little bit, but um, but otherwise, basically remain the same. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay, I have a question here from DD. <laughs> Hello, Radio Harambe gents. Um, even though Pandora itself is always packed, the rest of the park is largely being ignored now. I'm local, and even on the weekends, Dinosaur and Everest rarely get over 30 minutes these days, holidays excluded, of course. Safari still gets long lines, but fast passes aren't as hard to get as it used to be. In light of this, do you think Disney can say that Pandora truly helped DAK attendance and popularity? Hopefully my question is coming across the, this, the, the way I mean it to. Basically, I'd love to hear your opinions, how you think um, Pandora has truly impacted the entire park, and if Disney got what they went out for so far. 
Ah, it's hard to say. I think I think the answer is clear that the, it did not do what they wanted it to do. Why do you think it's clear? Instead, Because instead of bringing in new people, bringing in people, it's just sort of redistributing them to where they were before. But we don't know that. Uh, I mean, we have no reason to believe that. Well, I mean, just her examples right there. About sure, we like, have these examples, right. and this is kind of the feel that everybody's having. And there's been some reports, but in, uh, obviously Disney has not come out and said, hey, Pandora was has not. Right, and until hoping, the theme obviously. park attendance figures, though, even those are estimates, but until sure. they come out in the, in, you know. Usually in the summer of in the uh, summer, 2018. We really don't have anything to go on. No, we don't, but I think it's true that I, I believe it, that it hasn't really happened. I have a hard time believing that the popularity of those two people are not coming in, riding those two rides, spending their fast passes on those two rides, riding them, and then going home. They're just not. I mean, no, no, I just, I don't, I just I don't, don't see that happening. So I don't it has to have a boost for attendance because it's obviously people are coming for those rides. I think everybody who's coming to the Animal Kingdom is going straight to those rides. And I think... You are seeing, and I think this will probably be bared out, borne out by attendance figures. I think um, you'll probably see a little bit less of Hollywood Studios and Epcot this year. Oh, definitely Magic Studios. Never gets definitely never studios. gets a, yeah. a dent. People are still going to go there. Cool. At Adam Register writes: If DAK decided to be temporary international food kiosks around the park, would it bother you if there was <laughs> if if it was there if the food was actually good? Uh, so international food kiosks. I guess he's talking about like food doing a festival. food and wine festival. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I don't know how you can make it work. Well, they did a little bit with the Sundowner Festival and some of the other things yeah. that they've done. You could do it, not on the scale that you've. I mean, Epcot's just geared for that, just because yeah. of the way it's built and the all around the lagoon and stuff. I mean, you have to. And you and I have always talked about how a. a a kind of food and wine festival that features African and Asian cuisines only, and maybe some other you could do different America ones could, could, bit, could, sure. be, could be could be great. I mean, there's certainly enough wine made in South Africa and thing places South like that, America, and sure. certainly plenty of beer and plenty of sure. different cuisines. It could certainly it can absolutely work, and it could probably draw in some crowds. And I and I think it's a good idea. We've talked about that a lot. I mean, I don't think it's um, and I think it may not be too far off <laughs> in the future if. You know, if if they could figure out a way right. to make it work it, at, with the structural pathway, structural limitations that they have, which is really what's going to hold it up. Um, Raising Las Vegas. Is that you? No, oh, it's Christina. Sorry. Oh, will the new <laughs> Up show replacing Flights of Wonder be part of the Wilderness Explorer badge game? I don't even, I have no idea. Is there anything that... What, what is other than Simba One? I don't know what's on the Wilderness Explorer. Oh, you, you've never done the Wilderness Explorer. Oh, well, Colin's not old enough to. Uh, no, and I'm no. Mike. But uh, I'm a it, full grown adult, Mike. We don't. It do wilderness. is a game. I'm sorry, where you I didn't around, mean to say it like that. We go around, but my kids loved it. Um, I think I it's a great um, sort of. No, I, it does look great. Yeah, it really. And does. you get a booklet. There's like thirty or thirty to forty badges. And you have to go to the little kiosks and all that kind of stuff to, um, you know, do something. You learn a little something about animals or culture. A little and get something. A, and you get a badge. I would be shocked considering if that they didn't. Yeah. Ru- Doug and Russell uh, are apparently doing. It's, it has something to do with the wilderness explorers learning about their yeah. feathered friends. It has to. I, I suspect it'll probably be similar to the one of the Kilimanjaro safaris where they say at the end, "Hey, and if you're doing wilderness explorers, your password is symbol one." They'll probably do something like that. Or maybe after the show, each show, you can come up to the stage and get a, a your badge or, or something like that. But I'd be shocked if it's not part of it. And Madam Vegas also asks, what other tours are available like Caring for Giants and how often do they change them? Um, I, I haven't done Caring for Giants, but from the description, it sounds like that's really a one-off at this point. That's the only one that's just like it. The other tours that they have, I wrote these down real are quick. Bigger, so. more, and more expensive. Bigger and more expensive. Yeah. So you have Backstage Tales, which is you go behind the scenes and see the vet hospital yeah. and see you know, where they make the, all the food, the nutrition area. That's 90 bucks. That's like four hours. Um, you have Wild Africa Trek, which, of course, we've talked about numerous times. You have Savor the Savannah, which is $170. It's an evening safari tour on uh, the Kilimanjaro Safari, and you go to that little... Boma station and get food and wine and beer and stuff like that so it's a big thing and then you have the Starlight Savannah at the Animal Kingdom Lodge which we've talked about which is night vision goggles on, on the on the tour bus and that's a that's about an hour that's probably the closest one to caring for giants in terms of price and time 
Yeah, and and I would say that um, we, we can't really answer that. How often do they change them? Because they don't really change that often. There has been some that have come and gone. They tweak some of the yeah. They had like stuff. Yeah, and they've I, changed some of the design watch. ones, and they've gotten rid of a few over the years. Wild by Design was a great one. Yeah. Um, and, and the question that comes after that mm-hmm. um, is, will there be a private tiger tour now? We will mention this in the next episode, but we have cubs um, out, right? that are out. Um, and the question there is, how much will it cost? I, I, the problem with it, the problem with a question like that is, we don't, I don't know enough about the logistics of where they are kept and how they're housed and what kind of backstage thing right. to say whether or not I don't think there's going to be one. I mean to if be, you go into let me put it this way right. if you go into the elephant barn it was made for something like this. Mm-hmm. There's like a, a a little area where you can bring a tour and look out over the barn. You could have the elephants in there and safely have guests in that barn. They've designed it that way. You go up the stairs and you look down over the top of them, and there's like a there's even like a case there and uh, with uh, right. some artifacts, and there's some there's some stuff on the walls. I mean, they've made it for that. Of the barns that I've been in, that's the only one like that. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are all very much what you would imagine they would be, <laughs> just places where barns. animals sleep. Right. Um, so without knowing the logistics of, of whether or not they can add something to. The tiger area or, um, you know, or where the lions are or where, you know, or anything like that is difficult to say without being able to go back there and, and, and get it, you know, get the information. I don't see why they would do it because you're as close to the tigers as you're going to get in the, I mean, it's not like the elephants that you see on the safari truck and now you get a chance to sit there and watch them and get a talk. I mean, they could just, you could just walk on the Maharaja jungle trek and see them just as well as you could right anywhere else. So I would be... Very surprised if they do a uh, tour such as Caring for Giants. B Perk 3 asks, how important is location at Rivers of Light? Is Fast Pass Plus viewing significantly better than Standby? Um, I've never done Standby. It's not, from what I understand, it's not that much of a difference. I mean, you and still there's certain two angles. certain areas that are that are like real serious viewing areas, and then there's you know. So I would imagine on the sides of those, you're going to get a different angle. But it, right. the way the where the boats are placed in the water seems back far enough yep. where you would get a good enough view from everywhere. You probably so. want it to be close to the center as possible, but. Um I don't think either side matters much. Right. You have the one side, which is Fast Pass Plus, and the other side, which is Standby and the Dinner Package people. Um, the, the one by Dino Land is the Dinner Package slash Standby. It's really not that big of a difference. All right. So where are we here? Uh, mouse hacking. What yeah. ride gets rethemed first? Also, read the next one, too. because What do you feel the about the next DAK attraction to get replaced or rethemed will be, and what do you think it should be? I think the I think the next one to get I think the the one that'll get rethemed first is probably dinosaur. The maiden attraction or the, Yeah. Really? More yeah. so than the Well, I think that that might stuff? get a new story, it might get some some updates. The okay. you know, the movies beforehand are you know, kind of getting a little old, a little right. dated. It might be a, might be nice to sort of update that a little bit and make it a little bit better. Um if that's what we mean by replaced or retheming, I mean at least by retheming. Right. As far as replaced goes, the other thing that might not be far off the block of being redone would be the Nemo show, because right. you can always just make a new show. Right. We got a question similar to that later on. Yeah, it's not it's not hard to do that. So um, those would be my answers. I'd say Flight of Wonder. Flights of Wonder is the next thing to be rethemed. Yeah, you're, that's very good, Mike. <laughs> and what do I think it should be? Nemo. Nemo. Uh... I've never liked the Nemo show. Never been a fan. No, I'm that, not a big Nemo no. show fan. You, I, I don't want them to do anything. To, it's tough to be a bug, although redoing it a little bit would be, wouldn't be terrible. Um, I agree. That, that tough to be a bug wouldn't be bad. could use some some help, some some changes. I'm not sure if retheming is what I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, at Life of Green asks, does DAK need another table service restaurant? If so, what should it be? Does it need one? Nah. I don't think at the current time it needs one. I agree. If we wanted one, I'd go on Discovery Island with a little Caribbean feel, I guess. would be something I would That'd do be good. or something like that. I, I also mean, thought um, there's... Barbecue with dinosaur? I don't know. Like real, A real good taco stand would be good. 
because yeah, nothing says Asia or Africa like tacos. Um, Caribbean is Asian and African. Uh, yeah, but that's you got that's <laughs> Discovery Island. So um, Jody, wish in there. Do you Minnesota. agree? Uh, Minnesota. Do you agree? A bar within each of the treks trails is a good idea. No, you don't think that's a good idea. No, no, you don't need a bar inside the treks or trails. Oh, I like um, that idea. Um, I knew you would. <laughs> um, she also asked, Harambe Nights equals ultimate upcharge VIP event. Why no repeat? Did they lose money? There's no way they lost money. No, there's no way they lost not money. stupid people. Right. And we know for a fact that, that it each and every well. one sold out. Sold right. out. Right. So they, they didn't set it up no where way. a sellout was going to make them lose exactly. money. There's no way that's yeah. true. Mike's exactly right about Maybe that. Maybe they didn't make as much money as they was hoping or hoping, but there's there, no way they lost They were money. a lot of sellouts. They were all sold out. Yeah. Each and every one of them sold out. So they knew exactly how much they'd make. Yeah, they knew. And that's what they made. So right. um, they know. My guess is that that was really just an event to tie them over to... Uh, the Avatar. opening of Avatar and yeah, all that—that that they just wanted to, right. with with all so much stuff going down in other parks, and uh, they just wanted to up the game there at Avatar and uh, you know at, at the Animal Kingdom until absolutely. Avatar opened. That's so, like absolutely what it turned out to be. I was hoping they were going to bring it back because it looked great. I never yeah. had a chance to do it. Everybody who went that I knew loved it, um, but they didn't bring it back. B of M, Jeremy. Uh, what, what would the backside of magic? That's another podcast, a very good one. What would the impact? I just wish I, I just don't speak Twitter, obviously, well, and I mean, I'm I proud of myself for that. What would be the impact of adding another attraction? Safari or Everest to Fast Pass plus Tier One on A? Uh, flights of Passage standby. Yes, I wish David. people, would. <laughs> folks, do me a favor. <laughs> such a Spell out duddy. words you like a like a full grown adult. That's the second time I've used that that number. Would would do okay? A fop is not means nothing to me. <laughs> Flights exactly of passage, standby waits, and B strategy for riding the full set of tier one rides in one day. The impact of adding one. I think if they added another one and you had flights of passage, safari, Everest, and something else, I think they'd probably dump the tears. No, no. I think what he's saying is, what if they said tomorrow, Tier 1 is now Flight of Passage, Navi River Journey, and Kilimanjaro Safaris. Tier 2 is everything else. I'm pretty sure that's that's what okay. the question's asking. How would that change your strategy? I personally don't think it would change Oh, I much. see what you mean. So so sliding that into the Fast Pass tier, I see what you right. um, Yeah, I don't think it would change because, much. But it would change your strategy in terms of Fast Passes, because now... You're going. You're still going to do flight of passage as your primary fast pass, assuming you can get one. Now, instead of doing safari, Everest, and either you know dinosaur or mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. the Kali River Rapids, you're kind of locked into one of those other ones at fast at okay. your tier two. So now you're basically going to have to do everything you were going to before, except now you have to wait in line for Kilimanjaro safaris, which is what I wouldn't do. Right. So what you would have to do in that strategy would fast pass. Flight of Passage for later in the day, rope right. drop Navi, and then run right over to Kilimanjaro. And Mike and I have totally different opinions on this because I would say to you that unless you're a big fan of Avatar, you don't need Flights of Passage. Um, if you had to choose between Flights of Passage and the Safari, I would punt the Flights of Passage no ride the Safari because the Safari is the you, great ride in the park and Flights of Passage is... Is not, I'm not the great ride in the park. I'm not so I would say that if unless you're an Avatar fan or you're just jonesing to ride this brand new, highly publicized thing, um, then you would do that. But I certainly, me personally, to answer this question as a Animal Kingdom, I guess now purist, I would not wait in line for thirty to forty to plus minutes for either Safari or Everest just to ride Flights of Passage. I think both of those other two rides are better than Flights of Passage. I think... That's what I would say. Uh, but I First of all, I think Safari is better than Flights of Passage for sure. Right. Um, Flights of Passage gets three-hour waits. Everything else does not. And I'm assuming for the purpose of this question, you're going to want to go on most of the stuff there. Sure. The, so I would fast pass flights of passage and then run over, or, you know, and when you rope drop safari or Navi River Journey, then safari. Oof. If you do safari second, if you just run over to Navi and then over to safari, you're not going to wait 30 minutes. We, we we talked about in the previous show that those two attractions kind of eat up everybody, 
and everything else is pretty quiet sure. for the first hour and a half or so. So I think you're going to be all right, but you just maybe have to do a little bit more moving around. I would agree. I think this all depends on what time of year you're going, whether or not you can do what Mike's saying. Um, if you're there when, like next week, when it's really crowded, you may not be able to do what Mike's saying. Uh, and that that's when it comes into these the differences. And, you know, if you're there in a really busy time, then, you know, Kilimanjaro Safaris is at 50 minutes. You know, in the summer when we were down there, it's at 50 minutes inside of a half an hour of the park being open. Mm-hmm. Um, I just simply don't. I would rather have I would rather not wait an hour online at the safari to ride the flights of passage and then miss out on things in the course of the rest of the day, like the animal trails and all that kind of stuff. Um, which I just, which you would lose an hour of time doing that stuff, waiting online at the safari just so you can ride flights of passage. If you are not an Avatar fan, I really don't think that's the way to go. If you're only there one day and you're asking me, should I do that? The answer is no. If you're there two days, get your fast pass for safari one day, your fast pass for flights of passage another day, then you can make it all happen. You know, but if you're only there one day, I have a hard time recommending that you blow it all out. To see flights of passage. Um, but that's just the way they are. Jody Wish Me said again, Minnesota says again, ask this great question for Mike. Is the big catfish in the park happy? And I worry about him being alone. Well, you shouldn't, because some animals and people He's too just like to be alone. Yes. You know, we just like that kind He's of stuff. He's fine. I talked to him yesterday. He's fine. Uh, Curly Shirley, <laughs> not sure if this has been asked, but what non-Animal Kingdom land would benefit most from an Animal Kingdom type animal exhibit? Assume safety of animals is an issue. So she's talking about putting an animal exhibit in a non-Animal Kingdom location? Right, it would be cool. It's interesting, right? So I'm thinking you could really do some fun Wookies stuff. in Future World? I was actually going to say Frontierland. So, I'm Maybe sorry. some bison and cougars and stuff from Frontierland. Oh, I like that. That'd yeah. be a good one, right? I like that. That's a good one. That, yeah. that was my choice. Grizzly bears over by uh, sure, that's fine. by uh, Big Thunder Mountain. I'm sure they'd love that. Zip past Big Thunder Mountain, see actual bison. I'm sure they would. I'm sure the animals would love that. <laughs> Maybe we could put something out on Tom Sawyer Island. There make, you go. Make that fun. Um, where did I go? Flannel Jedi. Would you add more rides to DAK? If so, what would I add more? Definitely. Uh, if I was in control, sure. Yeah, I'd probably add one or two more. I would make them animal-related, like a yeah. boat ride through an Amazon rainforest. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, my focus has been on, um, has always been on um, adding more animal experiences. So if you can do that in the context of a ride, if you can do, uh, a, you know, an I'm, I don't mean it like this, but like another safari-type thing where you're riding through animal exhibits... Um, I would love that. I mean, that would be great. Well, I, 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 we've I, always I, talked about adding a dark ride to Animal Kingdom. We always felt that, you know, one of those might be appropriate. And it's, I it's like right. that idea more than you do. But I yeah, like you, the idea of a you know taking a slow boat ride through a, an indoor Amazon rainforest with like birds and different monkeys all around you would that'd be fun. The other thing I would say is they the um, they had the um, concept art for a. Um, carousel with animal, endangered animals from all the world that might be okay out in Rafiki's Planet Watch. I would agree. Um, I think that's I think that's a good idea. I mean, I do think yeah. I think the answer to the question for me is yes. I hesitate because um, I don't want just rides added. I mean, I think there's enough sort of fun rides to do now with the river. The Expedition Everest, the Flights of Passage, Dinosaur, Countdown to Extinction. I mean, I think there's enough sort of ride ride, you know, to use that word rides. But I think if we can get a little more creative and kind of add a ride type of thing, maybe, you know, that would be more of a, um, you know, everybody can enjoy type of thing, which would be like a dark ride. Or a safari. Right. Yeah, that kind of thing. ride I mentioned or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Something like that I think would work. Um Somebody asked this question before, but uh, would you like to see any kind of tours added to Blue Sky? Added to uh, DAK, Blue Sky, he writes. It's Nate, WDW. E- I think they should bring back an old one. You missed the question, by the way. No, we didn't miss that. Okay. We're not going to answer that. We're not going to answer that one now. We're going to save that for the next show. Oh, okay. Um, what tour would you like to be – that's the one you're at? What like tour would you like to see added to uh, yeah. DAK? That's easy. Bring back Wild by Design. I agree. 
change it, but bring it back. I like that one. I did that and I loved it. And for people who don't know, it basically takes you around the park and shows you sort of the hidden, like the uh, what's the like the the concepts behind the park, the the different backstories and theming stuff we talk about all the time on this show. Um, this question number twenty, Holbert. This is uh, this is just a batting practice pitch thrown right down the middle of the plate for Dave. Um, <laughs> what new thing that includes live animals would you like to see? Show, standard zoo exhibit, educational presentation, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's giant pandas. I've said it 5,000 times. It is the one thing that they could add that would cost a lot less than an attraction would cost that would bring in a horde of people, probably more people than Pandora would bring in. That's how I feel about that. And I've said that a million times before. Mike's got a bunch of other answers that we've given over the course of the time, right, Mike? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, you have an array of things. If I had to pick one, I would probably maybe an animal trail at Rafiki's Planet Watch that highlighted some of the very highly endangered animals from around the world. Some that you maybe not even see in other zoos like uh, Sumatran rhinos or the golden snub nosed monkey, which was the star of Born in China, which I recently saw. Right. So, um,. We can, Mike and I go back and forth in this forever. Yeah. I mean, I already mentioned a snow leopard thing. I mean, yeah. we, we do this all the time. Um, Chuck in the chat writes, if you had to put an Epcot-style festival in DAK, what would it be and why? We already kind of mentioned that. I would yeah, do like a... Sundowner. Yeah. Bring that back. Um, Indian DC writes, there is a big scandal and suddenly Avatar is this controversial song of the South. How would you retheme <laughs> Pandora? I wouldn't. By the way, let it go, man. By the way, the next two questions are identical, yeah. so I, I put grouped them all in one spot. Yeah, I like the, the Jordan Gasly writes it a little better. Five years from now, no one cares about Avatar anymore, and that area of the park is barren. What does it get rethemed to? <laughs> and I like Master Gracie's. That's the one I actually like the best. With the caveat of you have to keep eighty percent of the existing infrastructure and ride system. What does Pandora inevitably get rethemed to in ten years? <laughs> I, I have a good one for that one. Go ahead. Australia, and here is why: the flight of passage is easy. You know, you, you can do any kind of like flying over some part of the world with all sorts of uh, beautiful vistas and stuff. And Australia and New Zealand, and all that certainly has it. But in New Zealand, there is in the northern part of the country the glowworm grotto caverns, and it's <laughs> these caverns that are all bioluminescent. There due you to, go. There you go. Mike's like doing his research. You for got this it, answer. man. And He's you could easily, easily redo the Navi River journey to a sort of boat ride through a cavern such as that. And for those of you who do, have never seen it, Google Glowworm, um, well, I'll get you the exact, Glowworm Grotto Caverns in New Zealand. And you will see basically the Navi River journey. Walt's Frozen Head writes, if you could replace Finding Nemo the musical, but it had to be a show based on a Disney film, what show would you put in that theater? That's I know one. what I'd answer. Good. What's your answer? Um, I, this one was hard for me. So I decided in, this is not my favorite movie, but uh, Moana to continue with the kind of ocean conservation kind of thing going on. I, maybe Moana. And it's also new and kids love it and all that kind of stuff. I'd say Jungle Book. Um, what would your dream <laughs> DVC? Can I, actually, can I change it to Coco? Sure. Let's do Coco. Coco. Like yeah. It has nothing to do with animals, but let's go. I'd say Jungle Book. <laughs> um, DVC Mary, what would your dream area of the park that you would build other than pandas? We heard and agree with that one. Ah. <laughs> oh. It must include two e-ticket attractions. Uh, we've talked about it. We've, we've mentioned I would build an time. Amazon section. Yeah, you, you have Asia. Nah. You have Africa. I would go Amazon, do the boat ride I talked about. I guess you can always throw in a you know, a coaster through an ancient pyramid kind of thing if you yeah. really wanted to. And, you know, some animals around like jaguars and that kind of thing. That's what I would pick. And, and I think I've answered this with Australia. Um, also a good one. Yeah. And I think those are the two kind of obvious ones. Um, Real world animals, yeah. Unless yeah. you're going to do something, yeah, and that's, Lord of the Rings and that's or something right, like that, and but. that's kind of where I wanted to go. Um, a panda's o already fits seamlessly into an area of the park, so that's not really an issue when it comes to giant pandas. Um, but if you've ever been to a zoo that has koalas, that's a big attraction, right? You know, um, kangaroos are fun; they've got them there already, so that's not really a big deal. Um, you can do some really neat ideas with. Um, um, Great Barrier Reef, so you can add some 
Yeah, uh, you could absolutely you know, do that. Water things, and you could also use that theme for your um, yeah, place, ride or Nemo yeah. too, where you could uh, incorporate that stage show into Australia. Right, so like you can do easily do two e tri- ticket right. attractions there. You know, a thrill ride through the outback. You know, running with the sure. kangaroos and all that kind of sure. stuff. You can do a, a boat thing. You can do. There's lots of stuff you can do. So both of those crocodiles are, are yeah. saltwater crocodiles are huge. Yeah, sharks. So, so both of those things are, I think, are good answers. If if Mike had said Australia, I would have said Amazon. If Mike says Amazon, I say Australia because I think those are the two that Amazon are, would be good for coffee. I think those are the two <laughs> ecosystems. Those um, are the two big, um, yeah, absolutely. yeah. That that really would lend itself to what Roadie likes to do and and the kind of history and the things that can yeah, come into play. The thing is North America somewhere, but that's. Yeah, I mean that's you that, can easily do that too. Sure, grizzly bears and all that kind of stuff. Sure, but that gets you into that realm of we don't want to see pirates in Florida because we all know pirates in Florida. Yeah, but nobody really cares. You know, about in that North anymore. America, uh, we all see black bears out our backyard. Some of us, and nobody really just buys that, that that's kind a of thing. thing is that I know, but that's that's kind of where I think he would go. I think I think for the Animal Kingdom, it would he'd looking for something more exotic. Oh, Joe Rody, he would definitely yeah. choose one of the two we came up with. Right, absolutely. Right. Uh, I don't know how to say this person's name. Justine. Justine. Gar, if you could choose the show that will replace Flights you know of Wonder. You know what's funny? You well, met Justine. I did? Yeah, at the Magnify Brewing. Magnify Brewing. Oh, just go ahead. <laughs> if you could choose the show that will... I don't even know where Magnify Brewing. If you could choose the oh. show that will replace Flight of Wonder, what would it be? Oh, man. Did we so talk about the, this last time? Uh, what we, 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 we did. did. The only thing I said is I hope they would keep it a bird show. Yeah. Which they are. Um, I, don't even I remember a, how I answered that. Did I? I think you generally agree just kind with of that. agree with that. I mean, that's, we're getting, I think, what we wanted. Yeah. The you only know? question is whether you really wanted intellectual property involved with it or not. Which was inevitable. I mean, <laughs> I, you, you know, <laughs> with Big Bad Bob, sure. right? Right. We gotta have. We gotta have. I mean, if uh, we're gonna have to have intellectual property, I'm glad it's. We gotta have a, Russell, a merchandise not, uh, cart out the front door. Not, so. uh, you know, Navi. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 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 At Phil Heart Magic, having recently finished my Disney Parks World Tour minus Shanghai, I rank Animal Kingdom second only to Tokyo Sea. That's a you're, this is a good man. Uh, I, however, would love to add Mystic Point to the park. Would you like the international parks? Uh, what would you like from the international parks in Animal Kingdom? I don't know enough about I. I it, <sighs> Mike is going to be better to answer this than me um, because Mystic Manor is awfully cool, and, and there's a million cool things. I, I just I'm I'm a person who tends not to judge things until I can see it, and I've never seen any of them. I mean, there's a million great things at Disney Sea. There's a million. I mean, the, the, you know, that whole park looks incredible. There's three you know? that uh, that immediately came to mind without even really. Mystic Manor is the one that would come to my mind. Off, yeah, besides yeah. that one, because you mentioned that one. But I thought it uh, Tokyo Disney Sea. There's a journey to the center of the earth. Well, it just looks great. I mean, that looks fantastic. At the new Shanghai, there is Roaring Rapids, which is a rapid ride, but you come across a giant like alligator. Another kind of great one. Another great one. Yeah. And there's Crush's Coaster, which is in Disney's Paris Studios. Which could fit into the theme of, you know, ocean conservation and by the Nemo uh, thing and all that kind of stuff. That'd be good. Okay, we only got a couple left here, Mike. Um, yep. Which continent needs the next land? Europe, North America, South America, Antarctica, Australia, or another fictional land? Sort of. Uh, we kind of sort of already answered that. I Amazon. think Australia. Mike thinks uh, South America. Tomorrow I'll probably say Australia. I would again. say this. <laughs> I would personally lean towards Antarctica if I thought it was plausible. I just don't think it's plausible. Not uh, not in Florida. Uh, no, not in Florida, but there's... I because mean, of really have all the places in the world Joe Rohde hasn't been, that might be one of them. Okay. There's only a few. And it only is... That's more than penguins. It's got a lot of stuff and an incredible landscape. It's all sea-based. Sea yeah, no real land it's all sea-based, but it could really make for an amazing place to walk around in. You know, a lot cooler than blue and purple roses right. and things. Um, so I would lean that way, but I just don't think that that would really work because of you're in Florida right. and it's 95 degrees. Right. Um, so that's why I lean to Australia or South America instead of Antarctica or any of the polar regions, which I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited by the idea of being able to do either one. But it would have to be a giant kind of almost indoor experience because mm-hmm. all the animals would have to be in sort of indoor areas. Um 
So that's why I would think that was tough. And what is your dream animal that you would like to see at Disney's Animal Kingdom that isn't currently there? Um, I think we answered this a couple times. Sort it? of. I would say the Sumatran rhino, which is a the smallest rhino in the world. It's hairy. It looks like it's only a few out. left. There's only a few hundred left in the world. Yeah. And it looks like it's stepped out of a you know a caveman movie. It's really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be my choice. They're only in captivity in Asia. There are none currently in the United States. The Cincinnati Zoo had them for the longest time, but yeah. they sent them back over to Asia for breeding purposes. So um, that would be my choice. Trying to think if there's something I would pick besides giant pandas or just to kind of add something else to the list here. We brought in hyenas. That was one that I wanted to see that has been out of the... Uh, well, first of all, has been constantly dumped on by Disney over the years. Um, same with wolves, which for some reason are bloodthirsty, you know, attackers right. of of snowmen in the world of Disney. So, but so I would like to see them maybe do something for these species. But wolves don't really fit unless you can. Is is there an Asian wolf that yes. would? So maybe something like that. Um, especially if it's endangered, I don't know enough about it. You would know it more than me. Um, so I would. There are canines in in in, yeah. in Asia, sure. That's kind of what I was. Uh, that's kind of where I was going with that. Um, any of the silly ones you want to mention before we we call this thirty two or thirty three? If you could hang with Joe Rody for a day outside a Disney property, where would you go and what would you do? I would hang out at Olani and have him give me a tour of uh, oh what the a Hawaiian great architect- idea architecture what a great or the idea. artifacts. Excuse me. Is there uh, if there is a place? That looks like that bar that Indiana Jones went to to get the girl. I think Joe and I can have a good time. <laughs> that would be fun. I think that'd be a fun one. That seems to be one of like Catman Do. That seems right? like a kind of Joe Rody place. <laughs> um, yeah, Mike's answer for Orlani is fantastic. I mean, that's you know obviously you can get the most out of Joe you could possibly ask for <laughs> from there. And what was the other one? Um, Thirty-three. For th- oh, right, for uh, DVC99, for my son Patrick, who is a loyal listener. Oh, no. Your son Patrick. How old is your son Patrick? <laughs> I, this is this? what I want to know. Of course I know this. <laughs> what is sure the too. airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? African or European? <laughs> <laughs> and can we get them at Animal Kingdom? I tried to raise him right. <laughs> 31 to 40 miles per hour. How about number 37? Uh, I, 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 you know, Mike, I believe that is the first Monty Python and the Holy Grail <laughs> mentioned we've I ever shoehorned into a, a uh, Radio Harambe episode. <laughs> so I want to thank you for allowing us that opportunity to do that. Um, How about the very last one? I, 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 who wrote, asked us what animal on the Maharaja Trek would you like to eat? Is that uh, Adam and Andrew? I don't know. I'm sure it was uh, Adam. <laughs> I'm sure there's a bird that must Elf's be deer, probably. Yeah, I, would, oof, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of uh, of 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 um, animals and 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 stuff, let's go to. Uh, uh, what was the number you had? My last, the last one, number thirty-seven. Oh, I was thinking you were going to Jamie. <laughs> you can ask that one if you want. She, Jamie, hates the flights of wonder. Yes, yeah, she hates it. Yeah. Well, this is also a this is a f- friends of ours who used to do a show. For those of you who oh, don't, it got know, canceled. It got canceled. Um, the Disney Poor hipsters. Uh, Jamie is a, um, a has very strange opinions of things. She hated flights of wonder, but, but for some reason that. liked Ellen's energy adventure. Oh, she also loves the uh, frozen sing along. And the frozen single. I mean, this so. is a person who obviously drinks a lot when she's there, so it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to kind of really get to where it's... she just doesn't like good things. That's all. And then, uh, why are we so surly? No, why are you? I think that's directed towards me. Yeah, it can't be directed at me. I obviously, wrote no, this I asked to you. The question, yeah, that's Howie. I've known Howie yeah. for a long time, um, and the answer to that question is I work with Dave. That's not true. <laughs> There's a lot more answers. There are a lot better answers to that question. He spends about an hour every two weeks with me doing this show. This is not why he's surly. And uh, and the other thing I wanted to mention, because I had a couple of people um, uh, talk to me, ask me about this over the course of the last week or so. Um, we were asked about, because we generally go off on tangents on this, about um, The Last Jedi. Oh, no. But Mike... Who is um, really a secondary Disney fan? Let's be honest. Um, has not seen it yet, even though 
We are a week out of the release. I'll tell you what. He has not seen The Last Jedi. So I do not. Tell me your thoughts on Coco. So, no. (laughs) Mike. What are your thoughts on Coco? Mike, please. I understand. I haven't seen Coco. It's a Disney okay. movie. I haven't seen Coco. Disney movies. This is friggin' Star Wars, Mike. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not think that that that's a good comparison. I will see Star Wars. There are about I twelve people who will see feel, Coco compared to the Last Jedi. To, oh, to uh, open up, go on opening day. I just don't. Either way, despite Mike's, um, uh, Mike just kind of hates fun, which is this goes back to the surly thing. Oh, this is, is why, why I was. This, this is why I was going to mention this. Mike hates fun. I want to so, see it this weekend. So he goes. He reads. He reads all the spoilers. He doesn't have any sense of imagination or no, fun I know for exactly any of these things. So he knows what's going to happen. So so I. Could discuss it now, but I really want Mike to see it first okay. before we get into it. We get into it. I okay, promise fine. you, we will get into it. Um, I will dedicate a few minutes of the news show if Mike goes. It's and not sees that it. much news, but some good stuff that we need to talk about. It's a. It's. And a, we're saving a question for that too, right? You said. Yes, I am. Okay. Um, the the one based on the tigers. Okay, that's fine because that had something to do with the species survival question. plan, and, and it was a good question. And I want to go into that then, so let's save that sure. for then. Um, I, I certainly the Last Jedi is controversial among Star Wars fanatics. It's since does we've not have a very good Rotten Tomatoes score. Since we've meld does it does for the critics. Yes, critics. Right. I, I was talking audience. Sorry. Since we've melded Disney fandom into Star Wars fandom, I would imagine a few of those who are not entirely thrilled by the film might be listening. So uh, I did want to go through that. I am I'm pretty a, sure Avatar um, films be Disney movies. I am a, uh, and we're going to discuss that too, aren't we? Yes, we are. I am a lifelong Star Wars fanatic, uh, so we will discuss it as we, uh, you know, in the next show after Mike sees it finally. And I think in the next show with the news, we're going to have some more Star Wars stuff to talk about. We do. Um, so this will come after Christmas. I just want to wish you and your family and your friends and everybody listening a very Merry Christmas. Um, we will see you be- hopefully before the new year. But if we don't, a Happy New Year. Stay safe. Enjoy your eggnog. And for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well. And thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. <laughs> Quaku